0: On, guys, DK back at you with another video here to break on the nine game NBA main slate on Friday. TGIF, everyone. If you're new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA NFL slates on DraftKings, I make good as NBA top Shot, NFL all day, also prize picks, which has gone really, really well for us over the last couple of days. We've been putting out some prize picks videos, went uh, three for three last night, went three for four tonight. So if you guys do plan prize picks, uh, make sure to check out this video of uh, those videos um if you're unable to watch um, the youtube videos i do upload an apple podcast uh premium content off that on patreon.com now is a great time start of the month i cover the nba cover the nfl uh main and the showdown slates and the sponsor of this video is prize picks so if you have not heard of price picks guys it's a player prop site uh, well basically they have every single sport you can think of they have esports soccer football uh, pga mma uh, college basketball, uh, and obviously NBA. Um, and how it works is you pick two to five player props and you can win up to 10 X your money. You can take over or under on points for NBA assists, rebounds, three pointers made rebounds, plus points, plus assists. You can take over or under on fancy points, a ton of different ways you can play. You can mix and match sports as well. So if you guys want to give it a try make sure to sign up and use my code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. Okay, so before we get into players and the prices for this nine-game slate, we can take a look back mine up here from tonight. So, looks like uh, every single time I play someone above 10K now, I'm just going to get, you know, 30 fancy points from them. I'm sure you guys saw what happened last night with James Harden. I had a very good chance at winning $20,000, and he goes for 29 fancy points. And Steph Curry, I can't really complain because I just, that's his floor, right? He, He has a low floor. Um... So, yeah, and he had a four game when I played him. And then Anthony Edwards, too. I didn't want to play him, but, like, it's just kind of the way it worked out for my roster. Uh, So, yeah, he was once again disappointing. It's Torian Prince. He is the alpha, right? He is their best player. Anthony Edwards and Kat take a backseat to the absolute dust of Torian Prince. Just the greatest player of all time. I, I just, I could not believe my eyes. Looking at my phone, I'm like, all right. If people chase the Torian Prince game and get rewarded, I'm going to be so, so upset. I'm just looking at Torian Prince coming in and just making everything. start, start of the game, like, 8 of 10 shooting, just couldn't miss. Unbelievable. But, um, yeah, so the rest of my lineup uh, went with a lot of the Spurs guys. Uh, the Derek White faders got pretty bailed out. He was on pace for uh, probably at least 40. The game blew out. And Popovich, I swear, he is so quick to wave the white flag. Like he is always, if it's like a, if it's like a fifteen point game going into the fourth quarter, Popovich, nah, nah, we're emptying the bench, dust off Wise Camp and Kaycock and let him play the whole fourth quarter. Like he gives up so early. It was it was literally like I think a nineteen point game with two minutes left in the third and Derek White got pulled. and never came back. Cool, cool Popovich. But um, yeah, Trey Jones was a smash. Thad Young was a smash. They were both pretty chalky. Vassell, okay, but again, lost, minutes there in the blowout. Anthony Davis, relatively low owned, uh, was lower owned in the lower stakes. Uh, He was a absolute smash, 63 fancy points. Corey Joseph was fine. I expected a little bit more from him in the spot without Cade Cunningham. He was okay. And then again, my two letdowns, Ant-Man and Steph Curry. So that was it for the look back, Uh, but we had a pretty solid night all all around for, for Patreon members. Um, so, congrats to everyone on, on your big nights over there. And this is the winning lineup in high stakes, the court side. Uh, Corey Joseph, Mitchell, Vassell, Thad Young, Siakam, Reggie Jackson, uh, DeMar Rose and Anthony Davis. Okay, so uh, let's get into this 9Gamer, guys. And real quick, if you do enjoy the YouTube con- uh, YouTube videos um, and the live stream, just make sure to hit that like button. Start to aim for 100 likes. Subscribe if you haven't already. So Cleveland and Charlotte's the first game here. So we know Garland's out. We know Markman is out. So let's start with the bigs. Allen and Mobley, both kind of secondary plays for me. Mobley had a really big game last game, but that was with Jared Allen, follow Shible. So I think like, I like the matchup for him, but neither really stand out to me. The guy that intrigues me is Kevin Love. Now you're not getting him at a super cheap price point, but if we get like close to 30 minutes from him, I think he's a really good play. The only issue is like, there's a chance his minutes get limited, like against Detroit, he only played 19. So he's one where... If Kevin Love plays 20 minutes, he's probably, he's definitely not going to get you there. If he plays 30 minutes, there's a really good chance he's going to have a pretty good game. So um, I like Kevin Love. I think more for tournaments though. Now Chetty Osman, we saw him continue to start, but start at the three. And obviously his floor was much lower. He went from 12 assists to one assist. So um, if Chetty starts again, like he's fine. But I liked him more when he's starting at the point. Now we did see Brandon Goodwin move into the starting lineup and play 32 minutes. So assuming he starts again, I think he's a fair value play. I love the matchup here. He almost had a triple-double last game. I think that's kind of an outlier, but if we're going to get around 30 minutes from a point guard going up against Charlotte, a cheap point guard, yeah, I'm good with it. Uh, and then uh, Rajon Rondo, 3.3. He will play the backup and probably get, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. I think he's an interesting uh, contrarian play, like a decent pivot off If of, I think, a somewhat popular good one. Um, and then I'll mention Okoro. Like, he's probably going to get around 30 minutes. Not a super high-usage guy, but um, he's relatively cheap. I'm right, moving on to Charlotte. So... Uh, we're gonna keep an eye on Gordon Hayward news. He is currently questionable. It's pretty big because Gordon Hayward is in, um, it makes everyone a little bit riskier. If Gordon Hayward's out, so last game we saw PJ Washington actually start and play 42 minutes. So like, if there's no Hayward and PJ starts, then I kind of like him here for value. But obviously, we will have to monitor the starting lineup. And I think it would make sense actually to start PJ against a bigger front court like Cleveland, right? So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, LaBella Ball nine six. Obviously, we know the ceilings there, but this is just a tricky team because. There's games where Rogier takes over. There's games where Bridges takes over. Um, so, like, I have interest in LaMelo. I think more of a tournament. Same thing with Bridges. Same thing with Rozier. Um, when they're close to fully healthy, they're, unless someone's, like, really underpriced, it's hard for me to feel confident about anyone. Um, Kelly Oubre at 5.2. Uh, did a, played 34 minutes. Um, again, if there's no Gordon Hayward, I think he is uh, looks better, too. Um, and then Mason Plumlee, 5.1 against a big Cleveland front court. Probably sees 25 to 30 minutes, but uh, more of a secondary option there. That's probably it. Um, Cody Martin, we saw move to the bench and only play 16 minutes, so not a ton of interest in going to him. Boston and Detroit. So Boston, basically a fully healthy team. It is a good matchup, um, but I don't know if there's one player that stands out. Like Tatum, 10 6, feels a little bit overpriced. I think I'd rather go to Brown at 9.1. Uh, but he is not a must either so the two main guys are playable robert williams again i like the matchup here for uh, against the pistons but the price point just feels about right Horford at 5.3 you know has seen over 30 minutes the last couple of games his minutes have been all over the place recently marcus smart at five seven probably your safest bet for his price a guy that should play you know 30 to 34 minutes and a guy that can kind of do everything for the team uh, but that's probably it i don't know if i get to the likes of like schroeder or Josh Richardson, again, the Mets have been way down in Schroeder. Um, Jay Rich at 37. you know, did play 31 Mets last game. I guess he's he would probably be the one value guy to consider on the Boston side. Moving on to Detroit, so kind of hoping Cade Cunningham plays in this one because uh, I really don't want to deal with the, the Pistons guard value again. Uh, but if Cade Cunningham is out, you know, Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bay get a little bit of a usage bump. We saw a really big game from Sadiq Bay at, like, no ownership tonight. Um, so if there's no Kate Cunningham, he's obviously in play, but might be a little bit overowned based on last game. Again, Grant at 7k, um, both him and Sadiq Bay are solid options. Uh, as far as the bigs go, I don't know if I'm going to touch the, this gross group of Stewart, Callio, and Trey Lyles, uh, the guard. So we saw Corey Joseph start at the point. Um, assuming if he starts again at the point, I think he's probably the guy like the best. We saw Magruder move in the starting lineup um at only 3.4 K so keep an eye on that and then the likes of like Frank Jackson killing Hayes um you know with, with Kate if Kate Cunningham's out become a little bit more in play Chicago and Indiana so keep an eye on Levine News he played tonight but um is questionable going into the game tomorrow I guess he's dealing with back spasms so that's that's something to keep an eye on if he's out you know DeRozan and Vooch obviously get a usage bump and it's a really good matchup against the Pacers and then the likes of like Kobe White and Io become much, much more in play. So Levine News is pretty big. If Levine is in, it's kind of my same breakdown of the main three guys, the DeRozan, Vooch, Levine all look pretty good, uh, but more tournament options. And then, you know, Io would still be a solid option. He's been a little bit up and down though this year. And Javante Green at 3-5, you know, he continues to play about mid-20s minutes. I think he's a very a fair value play, assuming he continues to start. On the Indiana side, so they're still pretty thin um no Sabonis no Brody no Jackson no Turner no Goga um no Warren still obviously no McConnell uh Verset is questionable and Goga is questionable so start with Karis LeVert at 8.4k you know we probably see mid-30s minutes from him he should be the highest usage player on this team so I think he's a solid tournament play uh probably don't go there in a cash team setting uh Duarte at 5.4 should see around 30 minutes I think he's just more again secondary play kind of the same thing with Holiday and Craig I think it was Craig that had a big game last game yeah uh, but that was more of an outlier performance. Now, if there's no Goga and there's no Brissette, then Terry Taylor is most likely starting at the five and he's going to become a really, really good value. And then I don't even know who they go to at the backup five. Like maybe they just go undersized uh, Tory Craig. Like I don't know what they would do if both Goga and Brissette are, are out in this one. Now, like if Goga and Brissette are both in and Goga starts at the five, then I think he looks pretty good assuming no limitations. So. Um, that's somewhat important, and then the likes of like Jeremy Lamb, Lance Stevenson. These are guys that are you know good point perimeter guys on the court, but the minutes are not necessarily secure for either of them. Um, we've seen Dwayne Washington play relatively well off the bench at three point seven k, but I think there's probably Valley plays I'm gonna feel better about in later games. Atlanta in Toronto, so uh, keep an eye on John Collins' news. He left the game late, uh, so if I had to guess, I would say he doesn't play tomorrow. But obviously, we'll we'll monitor it. Uh, Trey Young had a pretty big game, one for sixty fancy points. Um, I think he's a solid GPP play. I don't know if I ever really consider trading cash unless he's super, super cheap. Now, if Collins is out, this is the tricky part. I'm not sure what they're going to do. They could do a lot of different things. They can move Golanar in the starting lineup, um, they can dust off someone like a, a TLC maybe and throw him in the starting lineup. I don't think they would start Okongu and Capella together. Um, so, yeah, a lot of different th- ways they could go about this. So, it's going to be important to, to monitor the starting lineup there if Collins is out. But I think you know, Gallinari is probably the guy that gets uh, the biggest bump, like maybe goes from like low 20s minutes to around 30 if there's no Colin, or if there's no Collins, that's just my best guess, but Atlanta's really been spreading out the minutes of these secondary options, so um, that's been a little bit annoying for DFS purposes, so um, yeah, keep an eye on Collins news, if he's in, I don't know if there's anything that stands out, if he's out, then we'll just keep an eye on the starting lineup. Um, moving on to Toronto, so Uh, Toronto basically a fully healthy team, but again, they're going to run like a six-man rotation. So Siakam and Van Fleet uh, in a good matchup, going to play huge minutes. I like both things. They're both very, very safe. Uh, Siakam in the big game tonight, but yeah, Van Fleet has similar ceiling. OG and Barnes, more secondary options. I think I'd rather spend up a little bit more for for the safety of Siakam and Van Fleet. And then Gary Trent uh, finally came back down to earth tonight. His game log's not updated yet, but um, that's the risk of Gary Trent, right? He's a guy that uh, does have upside, but has to hit shots to get value. And then the likes of, like, Boucher and Achua, um, their minutes are not secure. More just tournament dart throws. All right, Houston and San Antonio, so two teams that play very little defense. Uh, Christian Wood's at the top at 8-7. I like the matchup for him. We'll keep an eye on uh, status of some of those Spurs, but should play mid-30s minutes, and has been their, uh, you know, highest usage player so far this season. And then Kevin Porter Jr. should play low-30s minutes, a guy that can kind of stuff the statue. So the two main guys for the Rockets, I think, look pretty good. The secondary options, more just tournament, t- tournament plays. Jay Sean Tate, minutes have not been uh, secure on him, but uh, I think he's fine for GBP. Again, Jalen Green, um, you know, he's had a, a couple big games of late, but still has a low floor. He is really, really cheap. So I guess he's he looks okay at, at only 4-3. Um, Gordon at 4-3 as well. Again, probably sees around 30 minutes, but he's basically been getting like 15 feints points every single game. Kind of been an afterthought in this offense. Um, and then the guys off the bench, Garrison Matthews, I think it's, I mean, he's played well, 32, 20 and 31, but again, he is, last year games, he is score independent, um, KJ Martin's three, eight. I think we see around 20 minutes from him. It's just like a lot of these value guys for the, the Rockets look kind of similar. And then, uh, my boy Sengen, uh, they did play him a little bit alongside Christian Wood last game, uh, which is good to see. So. I'm not sure if they do it here against the Spurs just because the Spurs are not really a big front court, but like at least we know that's possible. Right. And again, with Sengen, just the minutes have not been there. He's a really good point per minute guy. So, um, I think you can go to him as a tournament dart throw, maybe, maybe hope that they use him alongside wood. Uh, but other than that, he'll probably just play the backup five moving on to San Antonio. So Murray, Pirtle, McDermott all missed the game tonight. We'll keep an eye on their status. Um, Gonna be a pretty important. If they all miss again, then Derek White's gonna be my favorite option. He'll be the highest usage player at six point four K. Okay? Was that pace for easily forty plus tonight? And then the game blew out. And then um, you know if Trey Jones starts again, I think he'd be a good value. We saw Vassell and, and Keldon uh, both start. I think they're both solid options. Lonnie Walker off the bench, I have some interest in. Eubanks, uh, I think would be a solid uh, play at only three point three K. Him and Thad Young and most likely split the center minutes. Um, again, if Thad Young starts to get at the five, he's going to look good. So there's gonna actually a lot to like here from the Spurs, assuming that everyone that missed the game tonight misses again. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that news, uh, Pelicans and Nuggets. So, uh, Jonas Valanciunas, 8.5 K doesn't really stand out to me. Ingram at eight 2 uh, probably the spend up I like the best in the Pelicans should play mid thirties minutes. And I don't think he gets much ownership. Keep an eye on Josh Hart too. He's currently questionable. Um, now, what I want to do, I want to keep an eye on what the Pelicans do here at the starting lineup because um, Hernan Gomez is in the health and safety protocol. So, like, do they continue to start Hayes and JB together? And do they just, you know, kind of alternate them? Like, if JB leads the court, then you know, they're going to have one of JV or Hayes on the court at all times. That would, uh, that would make me like Jackson Hayes a little bit more if he starts alongside uh, Jonas Valanciunas. So, we'll see on that. Um, but that's probably it for me on the pelican side on the nugget side so we do have Jokic back 12.4k i think he's a good spend up just a super high floor high ceiling right but blow out here blow out here but if he can if he plays mid 30s minutes he can definitely break the slate so like Jokic, barton gordon more secondary plays if i had to pick between the two would be barton um i don't know if i get to the valley here for denver though uh with Nikola Jokic coming back all right a few games left brooklyn and utah so I would like to congratulate in advance James Harden for 70 fancy points uh, tomorrow. Kyrie Irving, 10, three feels a little bit pricey. Um, so I uh, don't know if I go there. Patty Mills at five, six, I'll pass on. We saw Klaxon go for 50 fancy points last game. Um, if he starts again, which I think he does, he's a fair value play, but um, that is definitely an outlier performance from him. Dayron sharp says he's been out of the rotation. We've been seeing Blake Griffin get the backup five run. He's 3.6 K. I guess he's fine. Um, you're not going to get super upset about playing Blake Griffin, obviously, but you know if he's going to play the back of five, sure. And then James Johnson's been getting relatively consistent minutes off the bench. I think he's a fair play as well at 3.8. On the Utah side, so a lot of question marks here as well. We have no Gobert, but Whiteside questionable, Clarkson questionable, um, and then Mitchell is back. So down Mitchell, there's no limitations. Keep an eye on this. I think he's a really good play. Like 8.4 feels too cheap, if he's not going to be limited, so that's going to look good. Um, with Mitchell back, Conley and Badanovich more secondary plays. And then, you know, if Whiteside and, and Clarkson are both out again, then keep an eye on the starting lineup. Last game, they did start as a Buki and played him 22 minutes. He'd be a fair value play. Um, they could go small with, like, Royce O'Neal. They have Rudy Gay um, that would get probably more run, too. So um, that's going to be uh, pretty important to keep an eye on. Like, Pascal could see a little bit of small ball five as well. Uh, so, yeah, Whiteside, Clarkson is going to be pretty big for Utah. Philadelphia and Dallas, so Joel beat 12.3. I mean, this guy's just been crushing it. So I have no issue paying that price point for him. Tobias Maxie more secondary plays. Seth Curry is uh, questionable. Keep an eye on that. If he misses, uh, probably more minutes for the likes of like Thibault, Nying, Niang, uh, Danny Green. Danny Green started last game, played 27 minutes. You were never, ever getting excited about Danny Green. But he starts again at close to mid-price. Sure, I think it's, it's fine. Nying played 24 minutes last game. Again, it's it's fine. And thiable 3-4. Good defender probably sees over thirty minutes. So those three, even though they're not high usage guys, think are all playable if Seth Curry is out. And on the Dallas side, Luka Doncic, well, he's really, really been playing well of late. So I know Philadelphia has been, you know, a decent defensive team this year, but I have no issue going to Luka at eleven nine. I think he looks pretty solid. Brunson six five, more of a secondary play. Same with Dorian Finney Smith is going to play huge minutes. Reggie Bullock's been playing really well of late. His price has also come up. Um, I think he's a fine value play, but might be a little bit overowned. I've said it the last couple of times that he continues to get there. He also went for 43 last game. Kind of reminds me of just Torian Prince situation. Like, I don't really trust uh, paying a premium for Reggie Bullock, but I guess he's fine now. Maxi before 4-4. We saw 42 minutes from him, so 37 in regulation. Um, I think he's a decent value. The only downside is he's only center eligible, and I don't know if they go to him against Embiid. Like, they might have to give more run to like the White Powell and Marquise Chris. So like Dwight Powell, Chris, I think both viable options might get a little bit more run to try to just throw bodies at Embiid. So I think those guys are viable GPP plays. Um, And then finally, OKC in Portland. So we just saw this game a couple of nights ago. It was pretty low scoring, but yeah, no Shea. I think Giddy's still in play at 7-7. Should play low 30s minutes a guy that will do everything for the team. Almost had a triple-double last game. Um, Dort at 6-4. has been playing really well uh, of late. Uh, 47-35 and 46 fancy points, so... Um, I think I still prefer Giddy, but Dort's totally fine. Baisley, 4.4. Um, you know, I think we get probably around 30 minutes, which I think makes him a decent value play. Um, the minutes have slowly been taken up on him without Shea. So if he's going to play around 30 minutes, I do think that's a little bit too cheap. Uh, and then as far as the other value plays go, Trey saw big minutes. He's a low usage guy, but I think he's viable for salary relief. Kenneth Williams at 3.9, should see mid-20s minutes. I actually think he's a fair value play. And then the gross group of like Muscala, Favors, and Diakate probably split the center position. I don't know if I'm going to go to any of those guys. And finally, Portland. So um, we do have news that Larry Nance might be coming back. So that would kind of hurt some of these secondary plays. Probably make Nurkic a little bit riskier. cj three had a bad game last game, but we know he's going to be a pretty high usage player in this offense. Nurkic, I like the spot. Again, he was let down on the spot a couple games ago, but um, no issue going back to the wall. I just think he'd be a little bit, his minutes would be more risk if Larry Nance comes back. Uh, Norman Pollard, a really good game last game, but he's scoring dependent, so uh, feels like a chase if you go there. Simons at 6-6. Again, him and C J are going to do a lot of the ball handling, Um, so I think he's fine. Covington had uh, almost a double-double with no points, 9 assists, 13 rebounds, a crazy stat line. Uh, I think he's, again, more of a secondary play. I would feel a little bit better about him, though, if Larry Nance is out, and then I'm not going to touch the Valley here for Portland, so yeah, guys, that's going to do it for the video. Uh, if you happen to join the YouTube content, just make sure to hit that like button. Again, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, be on the lookout for a prize Picks video uh, coming tomorrow. Uh, but thanks, again, guys. Have a great one, and I will see you in the next video.